Welcome to the Texas Wine Lover Podcast. This is episode number eight, where Jeff talks to Neil Newsom from Newsom Vineyards. Hi, I'm Jeff Cope, and if this is your first time listening to the Texas Wine Lover Podcast, welcome. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. Today I'm talking to Neil Newsom, a wine grower up in High Plains. Thanks for joining us, Neil. Well, thanks for having me. For some people that only might know the Newsom Vineyard just because they see it on a wine bottle, how about telling a little bit about your background for everybody? Okay, well, as you said, we're from the Lubbock area, a little north of a little town called Plains. Uh, I come from a cotton farming background. That's what I did before I grew grapes. Uh, Janice and I got interested in grapes about 1984, and we planted our first vineyards in 1986. One of my tech professors, Dr. Roy Mitchell, actually got me interested in, in grapes then, but it took it about 10 years to soak in later back on the farm. Only 10 years, huh? Only 10 years. <laughs> okay. He can't say I didn't pay attention, but he could say I was a slow learner, maybe. <laughs> so how many acres do you have now? We're up to 140 acres now in three different blocks. And growing what? Well, we have about 10 different varieties, but the major ones are Cabernet, Merlot, Muscat, Sangiovese, Tempranillo, Malbec, Syrah, and Cab Franc. Okay. Sounds like a good selection there. Yeah. You did mention uh, some other growing besides grapes. Do you still do any growing? No, I don't do row crops anymore, such as cotton. We're just 100% grapes now. I leased all my row crop land out to a friend that I grew up with. And he's a much better cotton farmer than I was, so it was one of those deals it was meant to be. How was this year's harvest? I've heard different stories. Well, this year was a bad year for us, so we had a very late freeze in April, uh, 21 degrees, two weeks after bud break. So we made a third of a crop this year, you know, compared to, to a, a full crop. We did make a little more than we thought we would originally, so I guess we ended on a good note. That's good to hear, at least. Okay, so you had, you had a number of varieties of grapes there, and uh, the harvest did pick up this year, you said? Yes. What is different about uh, where you were located? Well, you know, it's, it's, Texas is a very diverse state agriculturally, and, and uh, wine grapes do very well quality-wise in our part of the world because we're on the southern end of the high plains, which go all the way up into Canada. Our altitude where we are is 3,700 feet. A high vineyard in California would be 2,700 feet. In most of Texas, is not much than, you know, 200 to 800 feet above sea level. So because of our altitude, and we're in a semi-arid climate, we have 11 or 12 inches of rain a year normally. Our altitude and our severe, clear weather we normally have during the growing season, we have a lot of high-quality sunlight. But because of our altitude, we have the... The very hot days and cool nights, it may be 101, the high for the day, but in the morning it'll be 61. And grapes love that, hot days, cool nights, intense sunlight. But because of that, grapes have you know very intense mineral and fruit-forward flavors. And the, the ultraviolet radiation probably is why we have very intense color on our wines. That sounds good. Well, speaking of the intense color on the wines, um, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of people know Newsom Vineyards because of the 
seeing Newsom Vineyards on the wine bottles. When you see that, what what does that give you a feeling of? Well, it's you know it's the pride of ownership. Even though I'm not the winemaker and I don't own the winery, when we go somewhere and we we see that, you know, it makes me want to do a better job. You know, next time because you know I, you know my name is on it also. So you know, like I said, it's the pride of ownership, and I want to strive to do better. So since you are up in the High Plains there, and actually I've been to the vineyard before, and you're actually almost out to New Mexico area, what what kind of issues do you have up there? Yeah, you're right about New Mexico. We're only 15 miles from the New Mexico state line. Uh, our issues that, that we have, we've, we've kind of flip-flopped from what most of the world de- deals with. Because of our altitude and, and uh, our semi-arid climate, we have very few disease and insect problems. We flip-flop that with uh, freeze and winter damage. That's what we deal with the most. And the secondary to that would be hail and hail from thunderstorms in the spring. So, like I said, I've been up to the vineyard before, and you do offer some other amenities there, actually. So tell us about that. Yeah, we, we also have a bed and breakfast, and uh, B&B guests get free vineyard tours. And somehow we always manage to find a bottle of wine while we're there. And, <laughs> and, and Janice and I both love to talk about grapes and wine. We we can do that till dark, till the cows come in. Well, and of course, drinking wine doesn't hurt either. And drinking <laughs> wine doesn't hurt either. <laughs> well, you also uh, offer every year a grape day. Yeah, every year in April. Uh, usually it's the third Friday of April. This year it's going to be on April 17th. We have a big event called Newsom Grape Day. And I don't know why, but for some reason, there'll be 200 to 250 people that will drive <laughs> all the way out to West Texas at their expense to attend this event. And the program is its just, uh, we'll, we'll have these little short courses on how, mostly grapes. We do have some uh, enology programs also. That there's, a, there's a free catered lunch. Uh, this whole event is paid for by vendors and sponsors, and then in the donations that we do raise, all, all goes for a scholarship, so it's 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 free, but we do ask for donations, and the vendors are very very grateful in, in helping us out on that. Yeah, I've I've been a couple times to Grave Day, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, and so I would highly recommend if anybody could actually make it out there, definitely do it. Yeah, thank you. And so, when again is the date for uh, 2015? It, it's April 17th, and if you're a least bit interested in maybe growing grapes or being a winemaker someday, you sure need to come out and and spend this day, it'd be worth $100,000 in consulting. You can spit in the dirt and kick the tires while you're there. (laughs) All right, sounds great. Thank you very much for joining us. Well, you're welcome. I'm very privileged. Thanks for asking. Not a problem. We appreciate it very much, and uh, I'm sure our listeners will too. Keep up the good work. Thanks. So that'll do it for this episode. So until next time, cheers. Thanks for listening to the Texas Wine Lover Podcast. If you would like to read the show notes and see the photos included in a larger size, check out the blog post at texaswinelover.com. Be sure to check out our archive section on the website for previous podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash txwinelover. Plus, we are also on Twitter. Please subscribe to the podcast either on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Join us next time for another episode of the Texas Wine Lover Podcast. Podcast.